0: Chris Pearce, passionately Portsmouth.
1: Just after 8 o'clock Thursday night, live from Studio 2 in Central Portsmouth, my little penthouse suite here. Welcome to Express This Week. Thanks to your company, as always. Three minutes past 8 o'clock. So tonight it's uh, January the 9th, uh, 2020, this is Chris Pearce, thanks to your company, and thanks to those two hours of 70s tunes too. Some memories, hope you enjoy those uh, for the next, for the last couple of hours or so. But now on to nine, we look back to what's been going on locally across our very busy patch of Portsmouth and South East Hampshire for the last seven days. On the show tonight, we're discussing beach huts at ten past eight. Percy, uh, I get his name right? Percy O'Dell. Chairman of the Femme uh, the Beach Hut Association uh, discussing rent increases uh, which is hitting headlines this week so we'll chat to Percy. He's with us at ten past eight tonight here on the phone. And just after twenty past eight, our profile guest Now we've got Amanda we've got Ken here from the have Citizens Advice. And volunteer opportunities is what we're concentrating on tonight. So We'll talk about that Little bit of history as well, and find out two of their songs as well. I think they're going to choose one each. They are our profile guest, and we'll delve more as time goes through the show tonight. And we'll indulge in a little secret of Ken's too. He's done this before! He's a cheat! <laughs> we'll explain all. He's our profile guest, and uh, more of the week's news and views here. As always, on a Thursday night between now and nine o'clock tonight. Thanks to company. we on FM on 93.7. We're on digital radio as well, at that. And online at expressfm.com. And uh, hi to Dave as always, who listens to us uh, via one of those uh, smart things. He's got those Alexa things. But uh, So even to you, Dave, as always, there. Big kevs in Gosport tonight. And wherever you happen to be across the area, you might be in the Emsworth tonight. You could be in the Hay You could be, I don't know, haven't Waterlooville. Uh, right across Portsmouth, right across Fairman Gosport, wherever you happen to be tonight. Great to have you along with us now tonight. Thanks here, company, right across Portsmouth and South East Hampshire, as always here at Express, Express this week, here tonight and tonight, and Michael McDonald and Patty LaBelle, the song you don't hear too often on the wireless, and something Ian James will play on the Sunday night, and he's back here this Sunday with your requests and dedications, as always, as you are wind down on the Sunday night. Ian here uh, this Sunday uh, from uh, 10 to until midnight with all that, but that's a particular trap called On My Own here at Express on this Thursday evening. Yeah we're here tonight tonight as I say with Express this week. One of the stories hitting the headlines locally Uh, we're in uh, sort of talking about the beach huts, of course, uh, round about the Hill Head area of Fairham. Uh, rent increases is on the cards and to discuss more from the residents, uh, sorry, from the uh, Beach Huts Association over there at Fairham. Uh, is Percy O'Dell. he's with us on the line now. Percy, good evening to you.
2: Good evening. How good. are you, H? Right? Yeah, I just let my ears recover. I had the volume full up.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> 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 Percy, always a good idea to turn it down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Well, thanks for coming Something on tonight. Nice good to talk you. to you, and uh, and uh, thanks for being with us this evening. Uh, this okay. is uh, um, obviously a quite a big issue for for beach heart owners in, in Hill Head. That's where we talk about, it, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the ca- t- just give us a little bit of background, Percy? To, to first, well, of all. basically, I,
2: I wrote to thirty-one councillors this year. I mean, this is more than just the beach huts going out. It's all about local government structure and to some extent and how much say the councils have got. Because I wrote to 31 councillors, uh, pointing out to them that while all the residents that received this notice that they were, were going to bring our beach huts up by 11% to bring us in line with Hailing Island. Well, that in contention in itself, I've always had for a long time a great sympathy with Hailing Island because. They've not been treated at all well. And if you, anyone who would want something to do the rest of the evening, they just go on the computer and go into the minutes for the scrutiny committee of Hailing Island look up beach-ups. You see, it's been horrendous. Um, I mean, they've been subject... I'll just read this first. It was my punchline at the meeting the other night. Because they bring our beach-ups rents up in line with Hailing Island, which we've got no say whatsoever. I mean, that's a separate ca- council... And this was a meeting on April the 14th, uh, in 2017, when it first started all the row well about beach ups at Hayden Island, before they had a chance of forming their own residence association like we had. And this is from, from these minutes. Conclusions, this is haven Borough Council. There is a need to look at opportunities to generate more income from beach up services to offset the projected shortfall from recyclables now you see that's how these councils look at the beach up. so they see this sort of nest egg out there and they think all oh, these people have got loads of money which they haven't some of them being the family of quite a tire and they haven't wanted to pack them up but they're now stuck with a higher rent. and now we've got a situation which we've got no say in whatsoever when our council decide that they want to bring the rents up in line with haven't they still there yeah. So, personally, what,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm digesting as, you, as you're talking there. So, yeah. what sort of increases are we talking about for residents? Well, I here? mean,
2: to bring it up in line with having what, what they what they proposed was an eleven percent increase. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a big chunky one chunk. And the problem is, you've got two two um, set, settled rents. You've got the residents' rents, and then you've got the people who live outside the borough. And theirs is double. So it's the same in Hailing Island. So when you put 11% on 507, and then you put five, 5%, well, it's double when you put it on, then they got 100 quid to pay for 50-odd uh, quid, you know, extra. Mm. So, it, it, so they had a meeting on Tuesday, and it was amended, uh, this proposal. I mean, there were four people went along from the Beach House Association, including myself, and put what they call a deputation forward. Yeah. Uh, not that it makes much difference. Um, and then he, but then um, it was discussed whether it should be split three, uh, three years to 11%. But then the um, leader, which is Councillor Woodward, he said, um, well, we'll make it a straight five per annum. And that's where we sat with it at the moment. I'm not sure I'm going to accept that because what I've been putting forward was that, look, this is just not on. We can't keep um, mimicking or copycatting, as a word I actually use, Hammond Borough Council, which we've got no say in whatsoever. There should this be an annual increase of inflation, which is perfectly fair, I think, don't you? Well, uh, the beach huts
1: we're talking about is uh, there's about 171 of them, isn't it? Is that right? Down, down by Monk's Hill Cliff, sort of cliff road. Yeah, there, isn't it?
2: It? yeah. yeah. and down at the Haven, where the yeah. wild bird sanctuary is, you know. Yeah. There's, there's a section down there as well. Um, there's there's 40 non-residents, uh, so they're paying double, and out uh, of the 171, so it's a bit of a chunk, really. Okay. And the problem is, you see. I mean, one of the things that was brought up at this meeting was the fact that um, the wording of the contract we all signed. Well, I mean, some of them, their parents sign them. But, I mean, if anyone goes on to buy a beach hut now, and one of the points which I thought was a little humorous, really, because it's in the evening news report. When he spoke to Woodward separately, the reporter, obviously. And Woodward said, oh, there used to be hundreds of people on the waiting list. Well, there aren't now. There's 70 and most some of those people on the waiting list just leave their name there, but when the huts come up for sale and they find out what the rent is, they just back off. Um, we've got four coming up this year now, uh, and there are people outside the borough because their, their statement is, look, it's just gone on too long. And where the council get away with it, The wording of the beach hut agreement allows for an annual increase in site rent to such sum as the council, in their absolute discretion, shall decide. You know, I mean, we had a solicitor look at this contract about five years ago, and he said no one should sign that. But, of course, they do, because what happens? They see a hut. We put, no, the, the association we had with the seller, some of them, but some people sell them just themselves. But what happens then? Someone goes along, and they say, I want to buy your hut. The family's all excited about it. They're going to get a beach hut, and they sell all the on. Now they have to go along to the council and sign the contract. That's the first time they've seen this clause in there. I wish they'd to read it, even. But, of course, you see, when it comes forward, like the meeting of the executive briefing paper, which was on Tuesday, they read that out, first of all. You know, an absolute mm. discretion, we can decide. But of so, course, you see,
1: so what so, happens next, then, Percy? Where, where do you go from well, here?
2: Where do we go now? Well, I mean, it's difficult to where to go, because, you see, I'm having the same structure mm-hmm. as the council, as Ferrum. You've got this system where... They elect an executive, and and they this executive makes the decisions. So, I mean, there was only six people made this decision. I wrote to thirty-one councillors. I contacted. Um, we had of that first thirty-one letters that we sent out, opening our councillors would act for the various residents. who were told to write to their councillors. Um, we only had um, four replies, and and then two I rang up, and they all came out with the same statement. Which is which gets back to what I was saying at the beginning and this, the way the structure of local government is now, well, we've got no saying it. it's all down to the executive, so really, to get back what you were saying and um, what do we do next? Well, I am going to write in next and say, look, this just isn't, isn't on, we're grateful that it's only five, yeah. but um, it should only be inflation. you just we can't be following haven't totally all the time. It's just not, not right. I mean, we haven't got a vote in the Haven Borough Council. So, I mean, with, as you put a 5% on this year. If the Haven't decide to put their rents up over there, the haven Borough Council of their, of their Hailing Island beach huts, then um, next year we're going to get the same thing again. It's like a deja vu. So the, the officers, they get this instruction that they have to follow um, the nearest uh, Neighbourhood to be uh, in line. And it's, uh, what the point I made at the meeting was that, look, if you look at your portfolio, it doesn't mention under any portfolio of this executive beach huts, because we're just lost in their financial column. And um, what I'm pushing for now, and write to the executive officer and say, look, you know, you've just got to put this before full council, we should have a councillor who just represents Beach Hucks, the financial column could still be with Woodward, because he's the financial man, um, that we've got no one to go to. This is the problem. It certainly and sounds...
1: Yeah, it, it certainly sounds a story which is going to run and run and run, Percy. Uh, yeah. One we're going to keep our close on, if we remain. come back to you on, on future weeks here on the programme. Um, I, I have
2: said too much.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. No, I'm just conscious we're running out of time, you see, so we're going yeah, to get another okay. thing I mean, on the show. You
2: but, might want to take it up with the Hailing Beach Association. They've got one now. They yeah, might have
1: some people yeah, over there. Uh, yeah, it would affect quite a lot of people, obviously. Uh, but yeah. uh, certainly a story we're going to keep... as We're getting towards you know, the nicer weather coming, which hopefully is not too far away from us now. Um, but uh, it's a story we're going to continue to monitor and come back to, you if you may, Percy. So we'll keep holding yeah. it, and uh, we'll come back to you perhaps in the future week here on the show, if that's OK with you.
2: Yeah, that's okay. I mean Fantastic. just a point on that. The Beach Association rents last year, total accumulated amount, was one hundred and seven thousand four hundred dollars. That's a fair old chunk going, it into is, isn't it? So we should we should get a bit more representation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sh- well. You Thank never you know.
2: Good time ring me up.
1: Uh, it's sunny years, uh, Percy. I Appreciate that. Thanks for taking time out tonight, and uh, we'll come back to you in future weeks on the program. There's plenty more to talk about. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who would have thought about beach hats? But uh, well, Percy, so thanks for coming on Bye-bye. tonight. All right, all the best, Jeff. Cheers. Bye bye. Percy O'Dell there, uh, chairman of the FM Beach Hut Association, of course, with those fair, uh, sort of rent increases and a uh, story, which uh, we'll continue to follow here on Express this week at 8.24 the time now. Express FM. Passionately Portsmouth. Yeah, we're just on 8.30 here Thursday night. Thanks for your company. It's Jeremy the Nice twenty twenty. On The Express this week, thanks for being there as always, wherever you happen to be across the area tonight. Uh, Chas here later after nine, ready to rock your socks off. It's a very warm welcome to for our guests tonight, uh, Ken and Amanda from Haven't Siddons Voice. Good evening both to you. Good evening, good evening. Chris. How are you? All right. I'm
0: good. Yeah. Thanks for having us.
1: Uh, pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you again, Amanda. And, uh, Ken, uh, good evening to you. First time we've met. First yes. Time. But our paths are sort of, well, I don't know, indirectly crossed. Because you, you've done this sort of thing before, quite, haven't you? Well, I did hospital
0: radio. Yes. Yes. Many, many years ago. Many years ago. Uh, at Portsmouth. Yes. Where, where I, you did as well. Yes, where I started, yes. But I think we must have done different days.
1: Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> we, 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 our, costs, our paths didn't quite cross that respect but here we are yes i think i did the sunday night late shift yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh, happy days happy Mm, days those are the days yeah days we had cart machines and good old turntables but uh, (laughs) i'm manned up welcome to Well, well.
3: You didn't know something, you know? he was a legend, did you? No, I knew nothing about this background. You That's see? the thing. all of our advisors bring so much previous experience. There
1: you go, look at that, fantastic. Anyway, welcome uh, both to the show and uh, chatting about uh, more volunteering opportunities this time round uh, for Citizens of I uh, um, Amanda, you've been here before, we, we've discussed working out your money and that sort of thing, but tonight's primarily really getting more people involved with... With the charity, really, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. We've seen an increase in demand, and because of that increase in demand, we need to have more volunteers um, as advisors, as admin support, as receptionists. Um, we just need to increase um, what we're providing. So we've got a big recruitment event coming in, yeah. um, coming up, and we thought it would be good for one of our volunteers, Ken, to, to and, and that's quite,
1: yeah, and it's quite crucial because obviously we're hearing cutbacks and all sorts of other charities at the moment. I mean how is that affecting a service such as yourself at the moment
3: oh, I think we're probably more affected by cuts in some of the statutory organizations mm-hmm. um, as much as with the charities uh, with first port of call I think for people who've got a problem it is uh Strapline is about uh, giving people the knowledge and confidence they need to find their way forward, whoever they are and whatever their problem. So we're just dealing with all those problems that are coming up.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Ken, into this big jigsaw, where do you fit Well, I, I, I'm a volunteer and I've been volunteering with uh, Citizens Advice and haven't for uh, about two and a half years. Um, I was looking for something to do. I'd had a busy career in the past, but uh, had some time on my hands and thought, what could I do? I'd always had an interest in consumer issues and things that affect people's lives. Um, but actually the trigger for me is, two and a half years ago, I watched a film, a Ken Loach film called I, Daniel Blake. And the very next day, I contacted Citizens Advice to volunteer. The film is a gritty social drama specifically about the effects of benefit changes, in particular universal credit, and the effects it was having on people's lives. And that's what the trigger for me was to volunteer. So um, I didn't volunteer for political reasons. I'm not here to, um, to campaign for change. Just I thought I could help. And make a difference. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. A, and that's the sort of volunteer you're after, then, really, Amanda, are
3: Absolutely. You. Doesn't matter what experience you need a in Ken. the background. You need a Ken. <laughs> we need lots more, more Kens. Yes. and. And the various other volunteers we've got. There's quite uh, a few
0: of us, yeah. yeah there yeah. is, but but we but we always need more volunteers. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard of Citizens Advice. Everybody calls it CAB. Yeah, even still, though, even though you it, dropped yeah, the bureau, even though it. They, 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 <laughs> nationally they've dropped the word yeah. bureau off the end, but many still call it CAB. Um, and I suspect a lot of people think it's a government-run organisation. Yes, yeah. but you know that couldn't be further from the truth. No. Sins of Advice is a group of independent local charities across the country run with the support of 21,000 volunteers across the, uh, England and Wales. Um, the, the the patron of, of Ice Advice actually, actually is the Princess Royal, Princess Anne. And I had the pleasure of meeting her in November at the National Conference in Manchester. And she was there to congratulate volunteers because Citizens Advice has been going for eighty years, it actually started the day before war broke out in nineteen thirty-nine. Oh, yeah. That was when it was launched. So it's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah.
3: All uh, with volunteers.
1: All the volunteers, yeah. yeah. Even back then. So th- 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 the, the aims hasn't really changed in all that time, has it really?
3: No, no, not at all. It, it's if there's a problem, people need to have that help to get them on the path to solving mm. that problem, and yeah. um, that's what we try to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, haven't it is we said before if very diverse you, you, you trap people from quite a wide sort of range in area don't you to, to, to your office
3: we do we certainly do um, we we cover from um, well, Cosham where citizens of ice Portsmouth used to be open but they're no longer ours, we we're on the direct route to our Waterlooville office from Cosham um, Waterlooville is one of our key offices that brings down from anything south of Butser really and um, and then haven't picked up from Emsworth, but we see people out of er- from out of area if they work in the area. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see them if they come through our doors and they want help, we'll see them.
1: Now the increase of workload, I imagine,
0: from, from because you've, you've hinted on some of the topics already tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean it's is a mass.
0: It yeah. has, yeah, and and I think in I think I think last year the number of visits Nashville was up by twenty four percent. I think it yeah. was. Locally, actually, I think we've even had bigger increases in mm. that in not and I'm sure the Citizens Advice uh, centres in Portsmouth, Fairham, Gosport uh, will probably say the same. And and a lot of it is, is probably to do with benefit changes and things like Universal Credit, um, and people need more help with with those things. But it's it's not just about benefits. I mean, it's, that's it's quite thing. a
1: minefield, isn't it, when you sort of delve into it. I mean, uh, for yourself, care I mean, what sort of training did you have to do, to go through to to give people an idea tonight, perhaps? So interested in, in volunteering with yeah. local Well, I mean,
0: this is, this is the thing. It's, it's. Y- you don't need to come from any particular background mm. to volunteer with Citizen Advice. We all have life experiences, which helps us to find the answers that people need. Um, when it comes to training, apart from some initial classroom training and a bit of homework that you've got to do, uh, Sittens Advice provides a massive resource database, uh, which we use to find most of the answers to people's problems. So you don't actually need to be an expert in anything because all the answers are, are there for you. Um, and But it helps to be a bit of a detective sometimes because sometimes you really have to do a bit of digging yeah. to find the answers to the questions that people have. Yeah. So it really people from all, we've got people from mm. all sorts of backgrounds.
3: We have. I think um, one of the things I would really stress is it's that uh, interest in people because finding the right solution is also about understanding the story so you you need to have those good communication skills if you're looking at advisor training that you're going to be a good listener um, and good at just making people feel comfortable but there's plenty of other roles as well so if somebody wants to come in and help us with things like scanning documents we've got admin roles as well we've got
0: all sorts all sorts 93.7 express fm
1: Look at the time at 8.45. On the nose is uh, Thursday night. Express this week with Ken and Amanda from the for of the Voice. And we're the second of the songs very soon as well here on the show. But uh, let's talk about more about volunteer opportunities, what we can expect. And Ken, I mean, if people are listening tonight, want to get involved with, it, with the organisation, I mean, what's the sort of thing they can expect, perhaps, as an advisor, for instance? Yeah,
0: I think, actually... they can expect it to be quite rewarding Yeah, and that's not financially rewarding but rewarding because of you know how you feel about the the work that you do Um, at our drop in sessions we never really know what kind of problems people might come in with Um, but the greatest reward is to see the weight lifting from someone's shoulders uh, as they start to tell you of their problem and uh, you know maybe something they've been losing sleep over for weeks, months or even years the old adage, a problem shared is a problem halved, comes to mind. And, and that is really rewarding. But it's all sorts of things. Um, I mean, I think we all agree that the, the internet has opened up a whole world of possibilities for people and made getting things done so much easier. But if you're older, or perhaps if you haven't had experience of using computers... And the internet, it can be very difficult to get some things done. I mean, because you are busier than ever, th- despite the myths of the internet and things like
1: yeah, that. You are busier
3: as
0: ever, aren't you?
3: And probably with more complex issues because people are solving the lower level things for themselves to a large extent.
1: So you come in really at the bigger end of yeah. the scale in some cases.
0: Well, yes, but also, I mean, just, I, I, you know, I made a little note of just yeah. some of the things I've dealt with just in the last uh, week or so. Um, you know, how to get a disabled blue badge some people just don't know what to do they don't know where to turn to what to do if your job's at risk Um, uh, how do you get out of an expensive mobile phone contract which you can't seem to cancel Mm. Um, how do you deal with a dispute with a neighbor how do you get help if you're sick or an unable to work how do you get your deposit back after leaving a rental property these are just some of the things that I've personally dealt with in the last week. There are just so many things that people need help with. And sometimes you can spend just a few minutes and you've helped them through. Sometimes we spend hours and mm-hmm. weeks helping people through a particular problem. Um, but like I said, it, it, it's really rewarding. Um, and, uh, and the reward is to, to, you know, to see someone leave where you've lightened their load.
3: Ken says that, but he also has had some really good results where he's yeah. found um, organisations that can perhaps put in a new boiler for somebody who can't afford a new heating system. So, so you're learning all you the time, get aren't some, you? Yeah, and you get some really practical outcomes where you can yeah. see a real financial gain for somebody, which... Again, he you know, gets brownie points for that, name yeah. on the board. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah, too right. But, I mean, again, it's on the job learning as well as perhaps the it initial is, training. But you, but,
0: you, but you never assume you know the answer either when you do mm. you know, I said to you you, you, you know, you don't have to be an expert in anything because you always research the answer before you come back with the answer. Um, but you're learning stuff all along, and you might get a problem that you never had before, and you share that experience with the other volunteers so that if it ever comes up again... Then you you know what you know how to deal with it and that and that's really interesting when you can sometimes you know you, you, that light bulb moment where you've just found a result for somebody where they've struggled to, to find an answer to something.
1: And this is where it comes into teamwork, doesn't it? You yep. as a, a centre, you come into your own almost to share yeah. skills and experience. There's always kind
3: of other thing. people that you can talk yeah. through if you've seen somebody you, and you come out of that office thinking I don't know where to start with this. There's always some backup there to to look at where you might go to start with Um, and I think going back to when we were talking about the training it's really important to know we don't expect you to learn all this what we're looking for in the training is getting people used to the idea of having to research and maybe having a bit of a structure to hang the different areas on but it's not about coming with great background knowledge of any of those areas of law or or retaining that knowledge about no. those areas of law, it is about having a resource to look things up in. Because, because it's a changing, all yeah.
1: The time? I, I say, mm. is it
0: rigorous? You know, trying to keep up with all this, yeah, yeah. Because things change all the time. Yeah. So, so Citizens Advice nationally, I mentioned earlier, have a database of of so much information which they keep up to date. So, you know, when things change, when regulations change, we know that the information we look up is going to be the most up to date. Okay. Um, so you know, so that we're always giving people the right advice.
1: Now, the the idea also getting you into into the studio tonight, whereas obviously we have got a big recruitment campaign going on now. We uh, have, you know, and uh, quite a big event coming up.
3: Uh, yeah, thirtieth of uh, Thursday, the thirtieth of January. Uh, we're doing an event at the community room in Tesco's in Havant um, from nine thirty till one. We'll have people there who cover all the different roles within Citizens Advice, so there will people be able to come in, talk to different people. We'll have information about what's available. We'll talk through what training is involved. Mm. So if somebody's coming in to be a receptionist, there'll be a lot less training than if somebody's going to be doing full advice. So there is a bit of people thinking about what, where they, the time the commitment that they can give, and what they feel comfortable doing. Um, in terms of time commitment we would be looking for um, certainly for an advisor we'd be looking at a day a week commitment or two half days and probably slightly more during the training because you could get a bit of homework as Ken said Mm. yes Um, but again we've got some volunteers who come in and help with scanning who might come in for three or four hours at a time and they just come in log into the computer and scan documents for us, but all that needs to be done for us to work efficiently. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, coming into that event gives them a chance to talk through what's available, really.
1: Yeah, there are all sorts of ways you can help out. Yeah, there mm-hmm. is.
0: And I think the other thing to bear in mind as well is that, you know, okay, Express FM uh, listeners could be in Fairham, Gosport, or Portsmouth, or, you know, Chichester, um, but, you know, we're recruiting for Hampshire, if I haven't, uh, citizens advice, but, you know, we, we, they'd be welcome but haven't but if necessary they could volunteer with one of their local citizens' advice mm. and they, they'd they'd welcome that support as well I We think. do
3: tra- pay travel expenses as well just to, to get mm. that in We don't like to see our um, yeah. volunteers out of pocket and we certainly don't want people to feel that they can't volunteer because they can't afford the cost of getting into us So, um, yeah yes. We do have a few social activities We do, yes um, and, oh, so, right. so
0: the open day is on the thirtieth. Okay, um, and um, if you can't make it to that, then you know you can contact us via our website, sinsadvice.org.uk or even find details of other local advice mm. that you yeah. could uh, or drop into an office or, yeah. or, or, or drop into a local in. office. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Portsmouth just down the road from our studios
1: yes, here. They are. Yes. and yeah. Uh, yeah. also, as you say, Fairman Gospel and yourselves there in Havant as well to find it. You involved with that. So the recruitment day, there, people are interested is thirtieth of January,
3: thirtieth, which is Thursday, three yep. zero, Thursday, thirtieth, uh, yep. Uh, and it starts at nine thirty, yep. But you can drop in any time during the morning. It's okay. nine thirty to one, Um a Tesco's community room, a uh, big Tesco's on haven't Langston,
1: uh, uh,
3: by Langston Roundabout.
1: Know where you are. No you oh, are fantastic. Almost another time, so Ken, uh, Amanda, thanks for coming tonight. I hope it's sort of. Given people a taste of how to get involved and and, and that kind of thing gives yeah. people an
0: idea. I hope of, so. Or, or, thanks. I mean, thanks for having us. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, a pleasure to get the message across, yeah. and hopefully, we will get some more volunteers uh, so we can help the people across the area with with the problems that they have. Fantastic.
1: Well, let's play your next song because obviously, this is um, well, this is quite an apt one too,
0: isn't it? Really, I think so. I think I think, so. I, think I have to choose a couple of songs that were uh, that were going to be appropriate. Um, we we had the earlier one. Uh, you got a friend and still along the same theme i think yeah bit
1: of joe cocker and with a little help from my friends all five minutes and one second of this enjoy this ken amanda thanks for coming good to see you both Thank you. thank you. Cheers, Chris. We're going to say hi to Derek. He's in Northumberland tonight. He's the uh, he's brother of Ken, who's our profile guest tonight. So uh, even to you, Derek. I hope you enjoyed the program and uh, thank you uh, for tuning in to us here at Express it uh, online, of course uh, via your what, is it Alexa, one of those type things. Just like Dave, who listens to us on the uh, online as well. So they are Dave you're in good company as well. So even to you, sir, as well. Where we happen to be, uh, certainly across the area. That's about it for us uh, this week. Thanks to Amanda. Thanks to Ken for coming in as our profile guest night from Citizen Voice. Uh, next week we're talking holidays we're in company of Jeff Kilby now he's from the Amity Travel over at uh, Locks East, that FM area uh, he's our profile guest we're talk, talking about holidays for two, no, what, 2020 in actual fact I guess uh, and more the week's news and views too he's well as I say next Thursday night as part of the program from 8 o'clock with Fortune Company then uh, chances of 8 to rock after 9 tonight action packed program for you it's like he's half asleep, to be honest with you, but he's there. <laughs> yeah. Hard week, is it? Yes. Uh, Chaz we rock after 9 o'clock with all that and more. And we'll talk next Saturday night from 8 o'clock here for another Express this week. Whatever you do, have a fabulous seven days. Take care of yourselves. No, 9